This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 559, Chasing Impact, with Marcy Hausman. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. Joining me today is my new friend, Marcy Hausman. And there are times when you have a treasure hidden in your backyard and you're not even aware of it. So uh, welcome to the show, Marcy. Thank you. Thank you. you, You're smiling because you know exactly what I'm talking about here. (laughs) I'm just, I'm going to give a little context, folks, on how I found Marcy. I was uh, boarding a plane to Orlando, Florida, heading down for my annual National Speakers Association convention. It's called Influence, and it's a gathering of some of the most fabulous people on the planet. And I go every year, and I try to go to several events every year, but at least this one I I make it to on the national level. And because I fly so many miles on Delta, I just purchase a regular ticket, and I almost always get upgraded to the Comfort Plus or even First Class or whatever. So I got upgraded. So I'm sitting there on row 10, and and this lady sits down right next to me. Well, she was doing the same thing. She got upgraded. Neither of us, Marcy, were in the seat that we purchased. But here we are (laughs) in in close quarters heading to Orlando, and and you noticed that I was greeting several people on the plate as they came in because a lot of us here from our local chapter were on our way to Orlando for the conference. And so you're like, what are you guys doing? Where are you going? And I told you where we were going. You're signed up for the same conference. (laughs) And you didn't even know we had a local chapter. So anyway, long story short, we had a a lovely visit on the plane. where we. And it was the first time, really quickly, just for those listening. Yes. I, I was a little... A little anxious because I was a first time attendee at the conference. I had just a few months before even discovered National Speakers Association. And then to hear, you know, Dr. Paul here and he's he's waving to so and so and so and so and they're all, oh, Dr. Paul. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm sitting next to someone who knows all there is to know about the National Speakers Association. And I'm like a newbie. I know nobody. and I don't even know what this conference is about. But. Over the hours on the flight, you quickly put me at ease, and I knew I was in the right place going to the right conference. (laughs) Well, we gave you a good orientation. And as it (laughs) turns out, Marcy, you were in exactly the right place. (laughs) And there were some things about you that I got to learn on the plane. And then as we got to know each other at the conference, too, um, you've got some ideas and some powerful things that you've learned through your own life and experience that you're now using to bless the lives of other people. And coming from a background in education, you also have become involved in civic leadership. You serve on the city council in your local city. And I 
found out about that as we're on the plane. <laughs> and you shared something with me, uh, Marcy, that I would love to have you share with our listeners, because here you are raising your family and coming out of a career in education and trying to mind your own business. And you notice that there are some things going on in your city that you don't completely agree with. Right. And you shared something with me about wringing your hands. And I would just love to have you share that with our listeners because it really caught my attention. Absolutely. I've adopted this motto. I heard it. Wow. It would be about five years ago. So before I ever decided to run for city council, I heard I heard this shared. It was actually at the funeral of um, one of our one of our military members here in Utah, Brent Taylor, who I think you were very oh. familiar with and his wife, Jenny. Yeah, I've spoken with Jenny several times. Exactly. She's amazing. Uh, So it was shared at his funeral that his mantra was, you can wring your hands or you can roll up your sleeves, but you can't do both. And when I heard that as as a part of his funeral and Mm. and someone honoring, um, he was major slash mayor because so he also served as the mayor of North Ogden. I thought that just that resonated with every fiber of my being because I had been wringing my hands. You you kind of alluded to that. I had been seeing some things in the city that were concerning. I'd been, you know, mumbling, groaning, kind of whatever, whining. And then I heard that and I thought, oh, my goodness, you've got to stop wringing your hands and you need to roll up your sleeves. So then I started looking into what that looks like. What opportunities might there be for to be a problem solver, to be a part of the solution instead of just sitting sitting back and whining? And so I rolled mm-hmm. up my sleeves and I learned what it looked like to run for office. And I, I put together a campaign and 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 I remember talking to one of my friends who said to me, Marcy, what in the world? Like you haven't even lived in Sandy, but what, like a year and a half at this point? And she's like, I just don't think anyone knows you. And you kind of people just kind of need to know you. And I said, well, I will just get to know them. I will walk this city. I will knock doors and I will talk to people. And I'm used to that. I'm a military brat. I bloom where I'm planted. And so she just laughed. And then she got involved in my campaign. And she and her daughters helped, you know, walk neighborhoods. They stood on corners for honking waves. Um, And she became one of my biggest, you know, um, cheerleaders. Because she realized that just because I don't know someone doesn't mean I can't get involved and try to make a difference. And she she was my champion from that point forward. But it was really funny how honest she was with me. She's like, but you don't know anybody and they don't know you anyway. But I just do things yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Right. How are they going to know you unless you, as you said, roll up your sleeves? Right. And and get to work. We can complain all day long. And right. it doesn't, you don't have to look very far to find the complainers and the belly acres and the whiners. And they're not changing anything. They're just making kind of an irritating sound <laughs> as opposed to, okay, what can I do about this? And this is something that I teach in my coaching programs, Marcy, that there's a, a stark difference between a victim paradigm and an agent paradigm. And you can hear it just in the the labeling of those paradigms, what we're talking about here, because it's exactly what you've chosen to do here. And it's not just with the city council. 
I say just as if that's just, you know, a small thing. It's significant. And now you're running for a, a term to be reelected. Right. Um, it, it, it spreads across all areas of our lives because it's a paradigm. A paradigm is a way of seeing the world. And in the victim paradigm, it's all about whining and complaining. It's all about blaming and trying to find out, okay, who can we point the finger at? As opposed to an agent paradigm, which is about taking responsibility. It goes right along with what you were saying. You know, wring your hands or roll up your sleeves. You can't do both. Well, in in responsibility, in my book, Pathological positivity. I divide that into two words. Response, ability. <laughs> You've got the ability to respond. Get your hands on that steering wheel and take it somewhere. Yes. And I, I think you exemplify that so nicely. And so that's why that's why I initially wanted to invite you to be a guest here at Live on Purpose Radio. And beyond that, Marcy, you've come up with a way to apply what you've learned in your career as an educator to help people who have an important message, but it's getting lost somewhere, to help them have the impact that they deserve to have because their ideas are really great, but they get lost somewhere. Exactly. And that's what I understand chasing impact to be all about. Can you tell us a little bit about where that came from for you and why you're so passionate about it? Absolutely. Thank you. I I have to connect it to city council because I've worked in education for over 30 years and I know mm-hmm. I know the work I've been doing. There are many others engaged in that work along with me. And then that is the work of transformation. It's the work of identifying what's working and not and what's not working in education. And how do we let go of what is not working and embrace what is? And and central to that is messaging. And so I've been doing a lot of that as a consultant in education, helping transform instruction, et cetera. And what was so interesting is I started serving on the city council. We would have so many organizations, businesses, all kinds of um, you know presentations given to us on the city council. Well, what did they all have in common? They all had in common someone standing in front of us trying to influence our decision as a council. There are seven of us. We are a a, um, strong mayor form of government. So the mayor is the executive branch. The city council is the legislative branch. So we set policy. So no doubt these these individuals or teams who come in front of us are trying to influence policy, trying to influence us, help us to get behind something that they care about. Over and over and over again, I would watch these presenters who I knew were passionate about whatever the topic was, what whatever they were trying to encourage us to get behind. And then over and over again, I would watch how that presentation would land on on my colleagues. And, yes. and I would see, I would see the 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 stairs, you know, the the face just sort of going numb. Glaze um, over. Exactly. The glazed look. And I knew that these presenters, even though what they what they were presenting, they cared about, they were not having an impact on myself or or my colleagues. And so this this educator in me started just thinking, oh, my goodness, I wish I could just like hit pause, take you out into the hallway, give you a few tips, 
then bring you back in and say, rewind, start over. Because I know with just a little bit of coaching, I could help you get to your point more quickly and present it in a compelling way where you would bring the counsel along with you. And so I kept having that experience over and over. In my mind, I'd be thinking, oh, my goodness, I could help you. There's just a few things that you need to do a little differently. And and I think you would have a more engaging, compelling presentation. So after that happened over and over again, and especially with a nonprofit that I cared fiercely about, I wanted this nonprofit to be successful. I wanted them to, you know, pitch really, really well because I wanted colleagues to get behind what they were doing. And it didn't. It just didn't work. I thought I, I need to find a way to be at that crossroads for people who are, you know, trying to transform something. Change is, you know this, like you could say it probably better than I could, Dr. Paul, but change is the one constant in our life. Everyone Mm -hmm. is navigating change, every organization. And if you are trying to help others, you know, leverage change in a positive way, so you're 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 seeking to transform, you're seeking to guide a change process, manage change at whatever level your leadership might be, that there, there is impact that comes from that change. And you want the impact to be forward momentum, not you know, the impact and then it just everything falls apart. So key to mastering what I call mastering the bounce. So the bounce always accompanies change, but and I could tell you all kinds of stories about yeah. tennis, but well, that's for another day. Um, but if you leverage the bounce in tennis, your the trajectory of your of the bounce actually adds momentum and and gets you further than than where you were before you you know served the ball. And so that's kind of what I've been thinking about is how do I help people master the bounce? How do I help them? navigate the change by being really good at designing and delivering a message that sticks. So whatever role someone might be in, they are helping someone navigate the bounce that accompanies change. And central to navigating that is a compelling message, a message that helps people feel something, become something, or do something. And I just find over and over again that people have so much that they want to say, and they believe so fiercely in what they are saying, they just don't know how to say it in a way that sticks. So I want to help. Mm. I I think there are so many times, like you're saying, you, you know, you have something on your heart or mind that you're passionate about. You know that this is important. You present it or deliver it, and it falls flat. And it's not about the idea. The idea is probably awesome. Yes. But in the delivery of it, it can fall flat. Or even the design. Like, you know, the design of of what is the most compelling piece of what you're going to say, rather than saying everything you want to say. So it's, I kind of see it as design and delivery. You have to have both. This comes fairly naturally to you. I know you have developed this skill set over your entire career. But it comes naturally to you because you practiced it so much. And so when you see someone 
delivering something that is important to them. And you look at your colleagues and maybe <laughs> maybe you're looking at your colleagues because you are already bored out of your mind. <laughs> but you're looking at your colleagues and you're seeing them gloss over. And how many times does this happen in a city council meeting or in a boardroom or in front of a buyer or whoever it is, you know, where you want to have that impact? A marriage proposal, for Pete's sake. I mean, it, the, the packaging and delivery of that message, the yes. design of the message matters. And this is what you're so passionate about. And I, I love that, Marcy, because... Uh, in the context of how we met, you know, both going to the National Speakers Association, right. where we spent several days hanging out with people who really care about the design and the delivery yes. of the message. And professionals who do this on a day-to-day -day basis can help others who are struggling with it. And that's the particular niche that you've chosen. Right. <laughs> Will you share with us, and I know we can't, you know, give your entire coaching program on one <laughs> podcast episode, but I'm wondering if there's something that comes to the mind. If, if someone is listening today and is feeling like their idea doesn't really stick when they deliver it, or it's just not resonating with the audience, or uh, it's not really inspiring anyone to take any action or make any decisions. Where would you start them? Do you have a tip or two that you could share that our listeners could go implement immediately? Absolutely. Uh, wow. Let me let me narrow my focus because that's actually one of my tips. <laughs> um, ah! there's, there's so much I could talk there about. There you go. <laughs> well, it's true. Right. And And these ideas, these great ideas that people have are often multifaceted as well. So... You you grab that immediately, narrow your focus, yes. hone it. And that means, which is psychologically hard to do, by the way, it <laughs> means that we get to take some of this juicy stuff that we want to share and we get to set it over here on a shelf for a while for safekeeping. It'll come out when it's time. But you're saying we need to, to narrow our focus. Say more. Yeah, so, so I I like to think of a peach tree. I've got a bunch of peach trees in my backyard. I don't know, you know, Dr. Paul, if you are a, you know, a fan of peaches, but I love a really good peach. And, I'm and with so you, Marcy. You are. Yes. And I don't know if your listeners, like, I'm hoping they're, they're imagining like the best peach they've ever had right now. Um, but what some people don't know, and I've learned this the hard way because I've made mistakes with the peach trees in my backyard, but what I've learned is there is a key moment where you need to prune the peach tree in order to maximize the opportunity to have to really have the best peaches possible. And so before the little tiny peaches are more than an inch, you actually want to prune and and back to our narrow the focus idea. So you want to narrow the number of peaches that are staying on the tree so that more of the tree's energy, nutrients, etc. go into fewer peaches. So you prune the peach tree with the intent of yielding much better peaches. And so that's that's kind of the idea I always start with when I'm working with, you know, brand new, you know, clients or delivering a workshop is Im imagine how overwhelming it might be for you to deliver everything that is in your head to a listener and and then ask them to 
to synthesize everything you've delivered. Rather, let's think of it like a peach tree. So what is what is your ultimate goal? Well, your ultimate goal is to have your message stick. So think about like pruning that peach tree. What are you going to prune off so that you are really focused and you're not asking your audience to to hold on to all of the Mm. different things that you've shared? So I call that the, the, the chasing impact principle is start with the impact you're hoping to achieve before you think about anything else. What is it you want people to feel, do, or become? What is the impact of your message? So chase the impact first. What is that? And Mm. then everything else follows. So once you have narrowed your focus to this is what I want people to do as a result of my message or feel or become, then with that clarity of mind, you can begin to design your 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 message so that it is entirely focused on achieving that singular impact. Mm. That's the power of the focus. Even the visuals that you just shared, because I have a peach tree in my backyard and I know I can just let all of those little peaches <laughs> grow and they'll turn into little peaches Yeah, that are kind of hard and not very juicy and and would you rather have five hard, not juicy peaches or one really awesome, juicy peach? Exactly. And that's how the audience feels. I, I love that image. Yes. You're offering them these peaches. What kind of peaches are you offering? Exactly. I love it. Because that way they're going to leave talking about that one peach. They're they're going right. to remember their experience with that one peach. And that means they'll they are more likely to do something with what you've shared rather than uh I know she talked about peaches. Uh, you know, but there was the, nothing remarkable about any about of them. them. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's psychologically difficult to do this because we're so attached to our own stuff. Our our ideas, you know, there I love all my peaches. <laughs> Right. But none of them are valued if they're put out in that way. So that's the beauty of narrowing the focus. I know you've got other tips and strategies, but that's why you have a coaching business. And that's why you speak and present this idea to people. Marcy, share with us, if you would, before we turn you loose here today, where can people connect to you? Where do they go if they want more of this juicy peachy stuff? So my website is always a great, great source of um, of information. And, and you can see my my you can learn more about the master the bounce model that I that I've put together of really thinking through yeah. that design and delivery and, and the elements of, within that model. So I, I call it the master the bounce. We can talk about that in a future episode. But my website is just chasing dash impact dot com. Um, and I don't know. Beautiful. I'm not sure it's going to show behind me. But anyway, yeah, chasing-impact.com. I'm on Twitter at Marcy Houseman. So it's Marcy with an I at Marcy Houseman. Um, LinkedIn, you know, you and I've connected there as well. So there's there's a few, but I would drive people to the website and and I will I will call one attention if it's okay, Dr. Paul, to mm-hmm. to one area of my website because as an educator, what I know is essential 
are really good questions. So as a, as right. over the years, I've coached teachers, I've coached principals, I've coached district leaders, I've even coached state level education leaders. And what I know works is, is starting with really great questions. So as you are designing a lesson, as you're designing a rollout of an initiative, whatever it might be, questions really drive um, your ability to achieve the impact. So I would coach teachers as right. a principal, for example, and I would say, your students need to be really clear on what it is they're going to learn and how they'll know they've learned it. So posting some essential questions in your classroom helps helps students focus on what it is they're going to learn today and how they'll know they learned it. So posing things as questions invites curiosity, and then the curiosity invites the learning. So I've done the same thing on my website. So if they skip over everything else and they just go in, Marcy said, look for the questions. Marcy said, look for the questions. I have three essential questions on my it's website. easy to and find. Exactly. And I ask people to reflect on these questions. And if it, if they answer no or I don't know to any of these questions, then then I can help. I can be the partner in their communication journey. So I'll just really quickly read those three questions to you. It's sort of at the top of my website. But the three essential questions are, when you present your ideas, does your message stick? Mm. Does the feedback you share resonate in a positive way? And do your words inspire others to take action? So depending on your the purpose of your message, I tried to kind of identify, there's a lot of different reasons we we have messages and we communicate. Sure. So the goal here, though, is to ask ourselves questions that measure the impact of what we're trying to do. Yes. So, does your message stick? Does what you say resonate? And does it inspire people to take action? And if your answer is yes, how do you know? Because in education, it's one thing to say, well, I taught it. It's another to say the students learned it. And right. so as, as a coach in education for many years, I, I was always emphasizing the importance of asking if students learned what we taught, not checking mm -hmm. a box that I taught it. So how do you know? How do you know your students learned? Or in my three questions here for Chasing Impact, how do you know you've, you've, you've resonated? Or how do you know that your message sticks? Or how do you know that people are going to take action based on what they've heard? So those are my essential questions. So if your answer to any of those questions is no, or I don't know, Marcy is your person. Yes, yes. You, you want to get Marcy on board because there are steps you can take, one of which you've shared with us today on the show, to narrow that focus and get really clear about what, what is the impact that yes. I'm going for at the end of the day. Yep. Beautiful. This It's such powerful. Uh, principle and concept that you're teaching here through your coaching, Marcy. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us here today at Live On Purpose Radio. Thanks for having me. It's been a delight. Okay, you guys, you've heard it from the expert. Her website is chasing-impact.com, chasing-impact.com. Go check out Marcy Hausman. You've heard it now. It's time to apply it. Let's all go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating, too. 
It's time now to live on purpose.